sacred rituals, and a cosmic community to enchant your mystical life. This podcast feels like soulful conversations by the fire and under the desert stars. As if you are hanging with your best friends, talking about purpose, the cosmos, and the divine journey we are all on. My name is Anna Alic, and this is the Topanga Moon Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. This is the Topanga Moon Podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I'm so happy to be back. I know I took a break last week. I might in the future as well. We'll see how everything goes. I did have a couple interviews scheduled and lined up for this week, but they've all been rearranged and I'm just going with the flow here. I'm just really in this state of flowing with where everything is supposed to be and trusting and trusting the universal guidance. And that's a lot of what we're going to be talking about today. I'm recording with a brand new microphone, which is really fun. I um, purchased it so that I could do more um, interviews with people like kind of all over the world so that it can be um, online and recorded through video calls. So I got this like fancy new um, microphone, which actually costs less than the other one I was using, (laughs) but it looks way more professional. So that's really cool and fun. So I'm just testing it out today. I'm, I have another solo episode for you. Um, it's a really beautiful topic. It's been something that I've been reading a lot about and all these synchronicities bringing me to the same concept and interesting books that get, you know, sent to me and just, guidance all around and I'm excited to dive into that and explain a little bit about it. Um, But what's been going on with me? Um, Well, if you are new to the podcast, uh, welcome. Thank you for being here. We have so many beautiful episodes that you can check out um, and this is going to be a great one too. We really focus on spiritual conversations and like I always say, it's like we are having these cosmic chats in the desert underneath the stars. And one day, as I am manifesting it, that will be the case. I will have my little studio on my desert property where everyone's going to come and do podcast interviews with me there. Or I can do them, you know, with anyone in the world, but from this studio and I'll do this at night and I'll watch the stars and have these really cool conversations, bring people over, we'll sit around the fire and record really interesting conversations. That's the dream and that's where we're going. That's where we're heading. But until we physically can be there, (laughs) we're going to act as if and really feel into the space. Um, So I have some beautiful incense that I'm burning right now from these amazing um, girls that run this company. I met them at a market. Uh, It's called Qcom. It's C-U-E-Com. And I really love their product and it's totally not sponsored. I just have been using their um, incense and I love it because it's all essential oil based in bamboo and super ethically made, super sustainable, um, 
no bad chemicals that you're, you know, um, breathing in and they've really perfected this, their sense and spent so much time in beautiful packaging and I love it. I've been using it and I'm, I'm really, really into it. So, um, if you, if you want to check them out, go on their Instagram. They have really beautiful incense. So I have some incense going. I have one of my Topanga moon candles going. I really set the vibe as if we're out somewhere in the desert. The sun is shining. It's a really, really beautiful day here. So yeah, what's been going on with me? I've been really just staying in, cultivating this winter time of hibernation, doing a lot of like soul talking, which I'm going to be talking to you about today and reading beautiful books and really focusing on my writing and specifically the script that I've been working on, which I keep telling you guys about, (laughs) but that's, that's where I'm at. And that's what I've been doing. I've been using all of that beautiful cosmic energy that's happening right now and using that for my creative project, which I know wants to come through and it's this idea of like the soul is bringing this project through me and we're going to be talking about communicating with the soul today and how we do that but first there is this like collective energy happening right now and I'm not sure if you're feeling it but we are in this like great transition time of leaving from like the old paradigm into this new one of really cultivating your own life on your own terms and being your own really uh your your own champion your own um being your own guru being your own teacher finding the answers within going internally and um not always following what you know, society is saying that we should be or what we can create and going back to a time where we're looking for the answers within ourselves and our higher guidance and following that intuition and really a soul led life. And when we are in this transition period, energetically in the world, and we're shifting to this beautiful new paradigm, we're in the four year 2020, there's going to be this period of of like uncomfortable feelings because we're shifting from an old way that is like fear-based that is all about systems and structures and uh, tangible things the physical world so that's gonna feel uncomfortable when we're living in a space where we're embracing the mystery of life where we're really going moment to moment and we don't know our future and our ego is terrified of that the ego always wants to know what's happening so I think collectively that's happening and that really beautifully goes well with what I want to talk about today on the podcast in this cosmic solo chat um, all about communicating with your soul so this is something that's been coming up um, a lot and I first started with I was reading um, Dr. Joe Dispenza's book, You Are the Placebo, and just totally mind blown with like what you can do with the mind. And when you really start reading the book and getting into all all of his examples um, and seeing the connection um, of the mind and the heart, and he's all about heart coherence. And when you really look at it, even beyond all the science that he presents, it's really coming from a place of like, infinite possibility, connecting to your soul, connecting to that inner guidance, 
believing in future possibilities and not living in the old story and the old programming of our past, writing new stories for yourself. And that really comes from connecting and communicating with your soul. And I didn't know that that languaging at the time, I was just really interested in the, in the science part of it, um, looking at quantum physics, really diving into quantum physics in a bigger way than I ever have before, especially because that's a huge theme within my sci-fi script, and learning about things like quantum entanglement and um, the double slit experiment and just so many really cool scientific experiments that um, – really show that there's still so much mystery in the world that we still don't know that things still happen and we don't know how to quantify them. And there is this field, this multiple um, universal field where there's like infinite possibilities. And when our souls can connect to that realm, then, you know, we can really start to make brand new programs within ourselves and become a new self and create a new life and not stick with the old programming and the the kind of like loop that we're used to that keeps us safe but that doesn't propel us forward um, into this new space of infinite possibility so (laughs) that was then um I was led to uh this I had a beautiful conversation and and coffee date with my friend Britt and she brought me a book and the book is called uh, Meet Your Soul and I was like wow thank you so much for like thinking of me and I really believe that you when you get those inspirations or people bring you something it's like you asked and the, the universe is bringing you messages from different guides from other people. So it's like opening up your eyes to this like beautiful world of symbols and signs and synchronicities, always leading you, always bringing you to the next beautiful thought. And it was something I didn't read it right away. And I was listening to a podcast and I came across this woman, Tosha Silver, who talks about communicating with your soul and really offering up all of your, uh, you know, any big issues, anything that's going on in your, in your life, all of your creative projects to the divine. And there's this beautiful dance that occurs um, and freedom that happens when you can offer up your creative vision, offer up your desires, offer up your um, any like issues or anything to this divine, to this um, beautiful universal infinite intelligence that does exist all around us. And when we're offering it, we're believing and trusting that there is this beautiful loving force which does exist that wants the best for us and wants to lead us to our next right move and wants to bring us everything in beautiful divine timing, wants to gift us with our soul's desires, but in a way that's like ease and flow and feels good and may not make sense in the mind's reality and may not make sense in our society, but it's what our soul came here to do. And we're connecting to that space and we're trusting that the the next step and the next um, idea is going to be presented to us, that the right people are going to 
fall into our pathway, that we're going to be given these beautiful things when it's like the perfect time and of our highest alignment. And it just brings so much peace and freedom because you're like, oh, I don't have to do this alone. (laughs) I have this, you know, big, beautiful dream. And it seems scary to my mind because my mind doesn't know how to actually create it. And if we take the example of my script of, I have this expansive dream to create this beautiful movie. And my mind is like, well, how do you find the producers and how do you find the money to make it? And how do you, you know, all of these questions that I don't know at this moment because I'm not supposed to know. And I can offer up this idea that did come to me from the divine back to the divine and say, okay, I'm giving this up to you. How do you want to proceed? Where do you want to lead me? And it's this fun, beautiful, mysterious dance that you get to entertain and become a part of because now it's not just you creating it. It's like this beautiful, loving force that created our whole universe helping you create something or guiding you to your perfect partner or guiding you to um, your health and and guiding you to so many beautiful things. And it's a surrender. It's like goes back to my my word for the year of surrender because we're surrendering to this infinite intelligence that kind of has, knows more than us and has this bird eye view and wants the best for us and wants us to be happy and um, in alignment and here for our soul's mission. And it's it's so at times can be difficult because we want to know the end result. We want to know how to get there. We want to feel safe because living in a mystery, I mean, it's scary to to live in the unknown and to not know what's going to happen next because, you know, it can be so many different things. But um, living in that beautiful state of, of mystery really offers up infinite possibilities. It's not just one route there because maybe the route to or the way to me creating this beautiful project is a way that I've never thought of before and could never think of but all I can do is do the next step and the next step and the next step and just offer and offer and keep going back to the divine and a beautiful thing happens is like your inner self and your soul has been waiting for this moment where you communicate with her or him or whoever um has been waiting for you to say, hey, you're invited to the party, has been just patiently every day excited for you to say, hey, I I want to co-create with you. I want to offer up this beautiful idea or, or whatever it may be to you to help you, to help lead me there. And um it's a really amazing space to be in. And I've just gotten so much out of um, reading these books. So a really cool thing that happened is when I was reading Meet Your Soul by Alyssa Romeo, I started, I was like doing a a ritual bath and I, you know, had my bath salts and I was like, okay, I'm just going to like read this book. You know, my friend gave it to me, so I'm sure it's going to be great. And it's going to tell me some, you know, be a beautiful message. And I'm, I start reading it and, um, 
it goes into this whole part about communicating with your soul and being soul led. And I kept on hearing this voice saying like, you're a writer, you're a script, write, you need to write. And I was like, okay, okay. I get this message all the time. I get it. I'm doing it. <laughs> and then she, in the first chapter, she goes into an explanation of stories and, and people that she's worked with that have used this um, beautiful connection for things that they're creating and connecting and, and chat and talking to your soul. And the very first example and of the whole book of this woman that she worked with, and it the first sentence was, Jennifer is a screenwriter. And I just like basically stood up in my path and was just totally overwhelmed and a, a sense of knowing and a beautiful like wash of inspiration and love came over me because I was like, oh my gosh, this is talking to me. Like this is just another confirmation, like, which I mean, I, I've been getting many confirmations, but it's so cool when you start to open your eyes to this like soul led life and you start to get these messages in such profound, beautiful ways. And it could come from like a simple book and you get this message that you are on the right path, that you are being led by your soul, that things are going to work out. Um, and it's so exciting. It makes life so exciting because then you get to, you know, you receive all these little signs along the way. So I was like, okay, yes, I'm listening, universe. I am listening, soul. This is what you want me to do. And I kept on reading this book and it's been so beautiful and I'm not fully done with it. Um, I'm still reading it, but I'm just so grateful that it it just came to me in such a beautiful way and I was able to see the message and read the message and really um, gain more confirmation that I I'm fully on my right path. Like this is a hundred percent what I should be doing. And it's exciting because it doesn't feel as heavy to like create and birth this beautiful project into the world because I have like, it's almost like I have my team already in the other realm, like in the infinite space of, of reality. I have this like team of guides and like, you know, beyond the veil, I have this like team working with me being like, okay, we're going to bring her like this, this like, you know, little sign and it's going to keep her doing this. And it's so fun when you start to work with these other energetics in this other realm that's always available to us and that we can always see. We just need to really start to open our eyes to it. So how do we connect to the soul and our basically our inner guidance well you can start by just asking um in meditation or just throughout the day ask your soul questions say hello um introduce yourself <laughs> to your soul and start to ask questions and just really um intuitively hear the answers allow the answers to come through they may sometimes not make sense to you right now and that's okay, but it's just a, another muscle that you're training. So you're having this like 
conversation. And it's almost like building up a relationship. So you're building up this relationship with your soul and you can ask it questions throughout the day. Another way is writing. Um, I've, I've done, I've tried to do some like, you know, channeled writing where I'll just like write in my notebook and let, let whatever comes through, come through whatever wants to be written. And then I'll go back to it and kind of see and make, um, make those, you know, those connections. Another way is to, um, ask for a dream. And I did that last night and I asked, um, I asked a specific question in my dream, and this is something that I learned from uh, Holly Emerson, who's a dream oracle. She was on the podcast. Such a good conversation. You need to go listen to that episode. But she taught me that um, you can go into your dreams with an intention, and this is another way to communicate with your soul. So last night I did that, and... I got this very vivid, you know, dream that really spoke to me and I was able to receive the message. And it was so cool because then I did my like automatic writing afterwards in the morning about this dream and this like really beautiful message about all the symbols. Um, And it was, it was so cool. So definitely you can like talk to your you know, talk to your soul in your dream. Um, what else? You can go to, you can do meditation. You can go to a Kundalini class. Like I went to a Kundalini class last night that really like felt so like open to the divine and messages afterwards. Like it was like a total clearing of my energetic bodies. And it was so cool that I was, you can get messages that way when you can go into a Kundalini class, choir mind, focus on doing the, the exercises, the, the mantras, the kriyas, everything, the breath work. Um, and then I just had this like Kundalini high after it was so great. (laughs) I was like floating. I was like, this is this is wonderful. I'm doing fine. Like I am on the right path. And I was excited because, uh, right before that I did a couple hours of writing and, um, it felt good. It felt like, okay, cool. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm putting in the work. Now, something that does, that can get in the way of this soul communication is your ego. And it's this, um, it's an essential part of all of us. It's, Everyone has it and um, it's the part that wants to keep us safe and, you know, brings up the fears and everything like that. So sometimes it's hard to distinguish what is a soul-led answer and what is an ego-led answer. And um, it it just takes practice like anything. Um, and like I was saying, like really building up that muscle of and that relationship with your um, with your soul. So once you have that relationship, you can really decipher, okay, this seems like it came from the mind. Like this feels fear-based or this feels like it came from the soul. And a beautiful way to also do this is if you have a group of friends who are really also in tune and on the spiritual path, you can ask them, you can say, Hey, this came up for me. I don't know 
if it's soul-led or ego-led. And I, I just want to hear what you guys think. And it really opens up this beautiful conversation into a community. You can do that on Topanga Moon community too as well if you want to email me or talk about it in the um, on Instagram. And we can open up this dialogue to try to really feel into what it feels like to have these conversations with our soul and you know the ego is going to be there and it's okay and and we can like work with the ego and not let it divert us from maybe taking those big leaps that our soul wants us to do and sometimes it doesn't sometimes it's so tricky because it could be so similar and you really don't know um but in those cases too, I always, always like to ask for signs. So if I am stuck on a decision and I, I've asked my soul, but I don't, I can't hear the answer, it's okay. Maybe the answer doesn't have to come right then, but I can ask the universe for a sign. So once again, you can say, hey, soul, I just really need a sign about what I should be doing and where I should go. Um you ask the question and then the first thing that comes to your mind in terms of the sign that you want to see is, you know, what you're going to get. And I did that the other day and my uh, sign was green hearts, which is very strange. And, uh, and then I was reading an Instagram post and there was green hearts in it. And the post basically wrote, um, how do you let God, uh, you know, kind of take over and like, and basically be the one, uh, I forget what it was, but basically it was like, you know, letting God, letting source kind of do the work and to just, so I was like, oh, okay. I'm supposed to just kind of, um, let, let the universe do its thing and present me with whatever I'm supposed to be doing and to not get too caught up in the, the doing of like, oh, I need to get this done and I need to reach out to this person and um that's like such forceful way of living and it's it takes courage to step back and say okay okay let's see how this all unfolds let's live in this mystery a little bit let's not try to force this thing to happen let's let it you know come through me and let myself be led to it so that's really, it's really fun to start to like dance with that and get the messages. So what does it mean to really give it up to the divine? What does that even feel like? What does that, what does that mean? Um, and this is something that I've been practicing and, and like kind of trying to implement. And I think it goes back to this idea of surrender. So giving it up to the divine is saying, okay, source, divine, infinite intelligence, whatever you want to, you know, call it. I don't know what to do in this situation. And I'm going to offer this up to you. And I'm going to allow whatever messages, whatever guidance, um, whatever, you know, people come into my life, opportunities, I'm going to allow that to come through you and I'm going to trust. And then it's just a it's just once again that beautiful dance of surrender of kind of like um, stepping backwards so that you can move forward in a in a bigger way. So 
once again, that takes, that takes practice and maybe that is a lot of journaling for you or through meditation or through, um, going to see an intuitive healer, um, to get more divine messages. There's so many different ways of just, or a simple, I'm, you know, I'm just going to offer this up to you and kind of see what happens and, and see what you hear. So, um, another, another thing on this, we are all psychic. (laughs) So we all have this ability to tune in and there's this other, it's like, there's this beautiful energetic world that we can't see that's right there all around us. And we can tap in at any point and it wants us to. And it's just takes that once again, that practice, that trust muscle and, and really the believing it and allowing it to be, but we can all be psychic and we can all start to tune in more to our psychic abilities, to our intuition. And it can be this fun game that you just start to practice, um, where, where you're getting your psychic intuitions from and, maybe you can start to like live in this space of of accepting this nature and and using that more and using your inner guidance that that knows the best way that always has the right answer for you so i just wanted to say we are all psychic we all have psychic abilities okay so following your soul doesn't always have to make sense and i have some examples they're not like massive examples, but they're examples uh, th- that were in my life. And I kind of thought about them when I was putting together what I wanted to talk about on the podcast. But it was uh, two years ago now, I think. And both examples kind of go into each other. So at the time, uh, maybe three years ago now, I would say, I was working at a pub in Toronto, downtown Toronto. And I definitely was meant to work there. I through, you know, I met so many incredible people, um, a really close friend of mine uh, that now has moved to Savannah. We had, like, I was a part of her whole story of meeting her husband and getting married and all of these beautiful synchronicities happened because of this place. I knew I was, like, meant to be there. But I think there was a time where it was time for me to move on and to leave. And I wasn't listening to my soul. <laughs> so, so so once you start uh, this whole like soul journey, and sometimes if you don't listen, it's going to get louder and things are going to come through. So I remember one night I was, I was just really frustrated with, with working at this place and working super late nights. It was a Saturday night in downtown Toronto. I used to bike there. Um, all the time. So I finished up my shift. It was like midnight. Yeah, no, it was like before midnight, but it was late. And I was biking home. And at that point, there were so many moments that I kind of ignored. And I really should have like, you know, decided to leave this job before then. But I think my inner guidance wanted to be a little bit louder and not to say that this has to happen for everybody. And I don't, I don't think it's ever 
the intention of the soul to to hurt you in any way, but I wasn't paying attention and I was um, biking home and I got car doored. So basically I, I hit a car door and fell off my bike in the middle of the, the road and it was fine because I was wearing a helmet and I just got a bunch of scrapes and bruises and my hand was bleeding and, you know, just like shooken up more so than, um, than anything. But it was this like total wake up call. So I, the next day it was like this big event at work and I was supposed to be closing and I was supposed to be in, but I truly like was in so much pain. I couldn't walk (laughs) from this. And uh, my roommate at the time was like, you're not going into work. You have to say no. And at that point I wasn't listening to my body and listening to what was happening. I was just like, no, but no, of course I have to work. I'm committed. I have to go into work. And I was ignoring all of the things around me. And she was like, no, you're not going into work. So I didn't end up going into work. And it was a, it was a huge lesson for me to really reevaluate like my time there was over and I needed to move on. And it was coming to a point where I was like physically hurt. You know, it wasn't the lifestyle I wanted to be part of. And it allowed me to really look at my situation at that time and say, okay, what is of the highest interest of myself? And then I was able to really talk to my soul So a month after that, I quit. um, And I really took that as like a beautiful blessing and a sign that I wasn't, you know, supposed to be there anymore. And I quit with no plans. Um, I booked a trip to Croatia. My family was going at the time. And um, this is around the same time that my roommate was moving to Savannah and I wasn't going to have a roommate. So I had this, I, I was like, talking to my mom and I was like, maybe I should, um, maybe I should go on like an extended, like European kind of like backpacking trip. Like I have family all over Europe. I can, you know, let go of my place. I don't have to rent there anymore. I can go to Europe for a couple months, come back, then reevaluate things. I've never done that. I've always wanted to do that. My, my mom thought it was a great idea. Like, I was really like, okay, cool. Like this feels good. But there was something that was still hesitant for me. And I had to see if it was like an ego afraid thing or a soul thing. So what I did is at that time as well, I submitted one of my short films to a film festival and it was going to happen at the same time as TIFF. And so this was like in August And it was right before I was going on my trip and I had to make the decisions. Like I had to be like, am I moving out of my place? Am I going to go travel across Europe for a couple months? Like, what am I going to do? And it was a Saturday night. I went to a concert with my friend and I remember at the concert, I was just so just moved by the creativity and just had like a real sense that like filmmaking was where I wanted to be and what I needed to do. So I was just really inspired and I remember afterwards saying, okay, universe, if I'm, if I'm supposed to go on this, um, if I'm supposed to go on this trip 
or if I'm not supposed to go on this trip, sorry, if I'm not supposed to go on this like couple months Europe trip, then bring me the sign and show me that my film got into this film festival. I was like, okay, if the film gets into the film festival, I'm going to come back and I want to have that experience. And then I'll know that that's part of my, part of my journey. So, um, I was like, okay, I'm not going to find out till Thursday. So this was Saturday night and I went to sleep that night. And the very next morning I woke up to a text message or non-text message, an email from the film festival saying that our film got in. And it was so wild because first of all, like it was weird that it was being sent on a Sunday morning of all times. Like that's not normal for film festivals to be sending out emails and all of the announcements were going to be made on Thursday. So I didn't know why I was getting it so early, but it was like total sign. My whole body felt it. I had chills. I was like, okay, I'm supposed to come back. And I don't know why it didn't like, I was like, okay, yeah, it's going to be fun to like go and present this film that I made and everything like that. So I came back I only went to Croatia for two weeks and I decided to come back and like, I was like, okay, I'll Airbnb my apartment. Um, I still, I was like, I I quit my job. So I came back to no job, but I had some savings and I had no idea what I was doing, (laughs) but it was such an exciting time because when I came back in September, it was like, I was really living in the flow and I was my most magnetic self. I was attracting so many things. I remember that at this time, right after the screening, I was attracting so many guys in my life and I was like really in my worth and feeling great and doing exactly what I wanted to do with my life. Um, And it brought me to to my ex and through a series of like crazy synchronicities and beautiful divine timing and alignment, um, which would have never happened if I was in Europe. So I knew that I had to come back for that experience, even though we're not together. It was such a transformative experience for me. Um, and it was just so beautiful and, and loving and so many incredible things happened at that time. And I knew, I knew that that is where my soul was leading me. My soul was like, no, no, like you're going to have this experience. So we're going to bring you back. And, and that's the thing is like, we don't know how things are going to turn out or, um, why we're being led to certain places. But if I didn't listen to that soul, you know, soul led, decision, I would have really missed out on this like beautiful relationship that I had and all the things that was happening at that time. And I know that I, like my soul would have regretted that, you know, looking back and I can travel Europe whenever and I do go all the time. And I kind of did that. I mean, this past summer I did a whole month in Croatia. So I just knew that that was a time where I had to be there. And I didn't know why, and then it presented itself. So that's the exciting thing about really communicating with your soul and um, being led by that inner voice is that your soul gets to experience the things that it really came here to experience and wanted to experience, and it becomes so magical. 
And the feelings you get in that time when you're being led is such a beautiful experience. Um, so yeah, so that's, that's some examples. I mean, I, it's happening all the time and I think I'm, I'm currently in the moment of, of being led, which is really exciting. So yeah, how are you being led by your soul? How can you offer up anything that's happening in your life or that you want to create to the divine and, and be given these beautiful messages and don't worry if it doesn't make sense to anybody else. I think that so many times we look to places outside of ourselves for guidance and we always want somebody else to give us the answers and for us to have, you know, gurus and uh, there's beautiful teachers in the world. Yes. And we need teachers and we need coaches and, and that guidance is so valuable. But at the end of the day, the true guidance is really coming from within and it's harder. It's harder to like ask yourself the questions and trust the answers that you get because it's easier to like put it on somebody else. Right. But the same way that you can put it on a coach or a teacher or anybody, you can do that with the divine and the divine can see, you know, there's no linear time for the divine. The divine sees it all. So it wants to lead you to the place that really excites your soul. So let me know, send me an email if you want to talk about soul led uh, synchronicities and or questions or anything like that. Um, we'll be back uh, next week on the podcast with some interviews and I have some that are lined up that you're going to be so excited about. I'm so excited about them. They're really, really magical and amazing. Can't wait for where Topanga Moon is leading me. It's been a really fun journey and I just love this community and uh, talking to you from this community. So keep sending me your messages or emails or questions. I love hearing it. Um, so if you've got any pings or inspirations or soul led, um, you know, beautiful discoveries from, from this episode, I would love to hear what your soul is telling you. It's going to be so fun. So I hope you have a really beautiful day. Um, yeah, if you feel inclined, if you like this podcast, I would love a review on iTunes. It just helps people find the podcast, but truly only if you're, um, you feel aligned and you feel like you want to, but it's a really beautiful thing to spread that message and to spread, um, your joy over things. So thank you for listening and thank you for being here, part of this community. I'm truly grateful and I, love this space and this conversation. It's, it's a true love of mine. So I'm just so happy that you're here. I hope you have a really, really beautiful day. Um, yeah. Until next week. <laughs>